we are living in a country where everything is a crisis. Even when you ask Parliament with two years, two and a half years mm. ago, to write a piece of legislation that they knew about, they did no work, and in the January of this year started hurrying and forcing people to make submissions in a hurried manner, and now today we have to ask for an urgent application for the second time seeking a further extension. I genuinely believe that this is a failure of Parliament. Secondly, it is an indicator of the fact that when you try and do something that the Constitutional Court knew, it wasn't just about allowing independence to stand. It was ready to draft an electoral law that would make sense. It is clear that our parliamentarians were incapable of being able to deliver that. And even with all the advice that was issued to them two years ago, it took the route of seeking just to protect parties instead of doing what is right for the people of South Africa. So to me, it is quite uh, an indicator of the fact that this parliament will, will be found in contempt of court. And even if it was given the fact that the NCOP has made substantive changes, which have to go to public uh, comment, it is unfair to ask the citizens of this country to make submissions in such a hurried manner. Mm-hmm. Now, when we spoke earlier this year, you have always rejected this bill, saying it's unconstitutional. So what is your view now on the electoral bill as it stands? And, and could you elaborate on that and just remind listeners what you meant when you said that you're rejecting this bill? We will still reject this current bill because you will remember that it, in setting up, even if it was simply to look at the issue of whether someone can stand for election as, direct ele- as, as an independent, it's made that impossible. It says to the people that if you're an independent, you have to get about 9,000 signatures, whereas a political party only needs about 1,000 or less than that. The registration fees are high. So you have practically made it impossible for anyone to be able to have direct elections. But furthermore, I think from a constitutional point of view, you have failed the basic task of reforming the Electoral Act to include constituencies. Now, if you, in this current bill, make constituencies provinces and you live, for argument's sake, in the Northern Cape, in what universe are you going to be able to hold your candidate who is now being chosen from Springbok, yet you live in Kimberley, in distances of over 200 kilometers? It simply is unworkable. So to me, I think that the bill that they've put forward does not allow for accountability. In fact, it sponsors state capture. It it is achieving what we want in terms of making sure that people, when they vote, defend the indefensible, they focus on palapala, they work only as parties, and they fail the job. Imagine now, just imagine for one second, if now this palapala matter was being discussed and MPs had the freedom to vote on behalf of their constituencies. Because that's the whole point. And rather than simply saying, no, we close ranks because we're a party, but rather to be able to say, what do the people of South Africa want? And your member of parliament could come back to you and say, what, do you, what is your view on this issue? And if the constituency takes a position that says that, look, we think that uh, this matter affected us or this matter is wrong, then MPs must be allowed to vote, to express that conscience. They take an oath to defend the constitution, not the party. So to me, I think we have failed. We are now producing conditions upon which accountability cannot be affected. So it's not just about independence. It's really a failure of parliament 
to make sure citizens have the power, as many have said before, and even in our constitution, it makes it quite clear that it must be power to the people. At this point, it just remains power to a few individuals. Now, the Independent Candidates Association has indicated that it could challenge the constitutionality of the bill in the Concord. Will this extension perhaps have any bearing on the parties and on the Electoral Commission's preparations for the 2024 elections, you think? Well, I think the Independent Electoral Commission has been silent while all these submissions have been made. I would con- I would challenge them to go and oppose it. I think the only scenario we can look at now is to come to some consensus legally that says these matters can only be dealt with, some of them post-2024, some of them must be dealt with now so that the elections in 2024 are constitutional and legal. I, I believe that uh, the Independent Candidates Association won't be the only organization that will go to court. There will be many others because the bill is simply not going to pass electoral um, constitutional muster. So, so even after the, the, the consultative period in the next two months, certainly the submissions that will be coming into the bill will ask for more changes, which will not be able to be accommodated in time before whoever the president is in March has to, if the extension is granted, has to sign it into law.